Hi, so. Vanessa. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna get. Uh, we're gonna get this started. This is Michael Palom with Mimosas with Michael. Uh, don't turn the dial. You're on the right channel. Um, I'm here with the awesome Vanessa Esperanza. I said that right, didn't I? Yep. You said my name correctly. I'm, I'm a big deal. Watch out. Uh, and we have my special <laughs> guest uh, and co-host sometimes, Richard Trejo. Hello. Hey, he- Richard. Are you related to Danny Trejo by any chance? Oh, no. I'm, I, I wish I was. I should start saying I am, but I am not, unfortunately. Okay. Is it Could- spelled the same way? It is. It's spelled the same way. T-R-E-J-O. I know he doesn't get any of the donuts. He doesn't get any of that cool stuff. I don't get any of that shit. <laughs> Sucks. We need to get We need to get you to, to meet Danny Trejo and become like related to him so we can get cool stuff. Then he could be my uncle for real. I think you should just call him Uncle Danny. I am. Uncle, you know, one of my first films was Danny Trejo, actually, which is so weird. You worked like, with him? I, I'm sorry? Wait, what'd you say? You worked with him? Oh, yeah, I worked. I mean, I kind of worked with him. It was He was in it, but I, I didn't really work with him. I was um, Tiny Lister's girlfriend in this. It was like a film called Low Rider, Low Rider. Um, which they changed the name. I think it's like Perfect Sunday on IMDb. But um, he was in it. And I rem- it was like one of the first films when I first moved to Los Angeles. I was non-union, super low budget, and from what I knew, it never got made because I never got paid for it. I didn't get anything from it. Oh, wow. And then all of a sudden, like four years ago, I was working at um, the Beverly Hills Country Club. I was like a spin instructor, and this this woman was like, I saw you in this movie. And I'm like, what? And she was like, yeah, it was a Danny Trejo. And I'm like, what? That's so she random. She rented it from Redbox, and I still like never heard anything from them. I couldn't believe it. But yeah, they made it. It's out. Um, and yeah, that was my debut with, uh, Danny Trejo, which is so weird. <laughs> that is so cool. I've actually worked with him before too. He's a really cool guy. Yeah. He's super nice. Well, that's so yeah. cool. Well, I guess we don't have to, we don't have to segue in the, and, and tell everybody that you're an actress. Okay. <laughs> that has been, that has been answered. No, but how long, cause you're, well, we'll just start from the beginning. So where did you grow up? Oh, um, well, I grew up in a little town called Columbus, Wisconsin. So um, oh, you're a Midwest I, girl. I am. I am from Farmsville, Midwest. So my dad was a dairy farmer and my brother actually took over the farm. So my entire family pretty much is still in small town, Wisconsin. Vanessa, my I come from a family of farmers, too. Really? Outside of Missouri. Yeah, my mom's side. Oh, that's crazy. What kind of farm? I don't remember. Uh, I... <laughs> Probably dairy. I don't know. Mom, what farm dairy? did you grow up on? <laughs> I don't even know because I don't see that side of the family very often because my I'm f- I'm from Orange County. My mom's from Orange County. Mm-hmm. But I just know like when we go back, I would go to the farms. They're mostly a cattle. Oh, like a cow farm or was it like uh, I don't mean? I don't know. I'd probably more like milk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that. Dairy. You're going to go with milk? Dairy farm. Let's go dairy farm. <laughs> Thanks for your contribution, Richard. Wow. What would I do without you, Richard? Richard's like, you mean a dairy farmer? I was like, oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, but do you do you know how to milk a cow? No, I actually they did teach me, but I I have never done it. Oh. Damn. Well it's I mean I 
they taught me. I know you just don't squeeze it. You have to like roll your fingers. I feel like. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a process. Yeah. I mean, you do have to squeeze it a little bit, obviously. Well, yeah, but I mean, you just don't like tug on it, like you know. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta give it a little squeeze, Richard. <laughs> I apologize for Richard. He likes to make everything I say sexually. Uh, yeah, that's not true. I mean, you're milking something. That's true. You are milking. <laughs> Be it an almond or a cow, somehow you'll get milk. Somehow. Yep. So that's so cool. So then you, you came out here and you, you packed a suitcase in a dream and maybe a granola bar and you came out here to L.A. to become an actor. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, basically it was like a garbage bag of clothes. Uh, <laughs> quite a suitcase. But yeah, I came out here and was like. You know, I mean, right out of college and kind of was going to take Los Angeles by storm. But um, I, I guess it kind of it was ha- it was like a, it was a nice slap in the face of reality when I first moved here because everyone's kind of like a big fish in a small pond. And then you come here and you're like, wow, this is an ocean. Yeah. Um, and you're like a but little I moved guppy here with like black and white headshots because that's what my professor said to do. And like oh, I wasn't cute. union and everyone was like, oh, how are you not union yet? And. Um, all I had were theater credits, so it was just kind of like. How are you not union? Like you just got here off the plane, and they're like, "Oh, you're not union yet." <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, I think Crazy. it's because like I was already in my twenties, you know, because I graduated from college, and they're kind of like, "How are you not union yet?" Oh, like, got it. Okay, you, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So you must not have been here long because you're only like twenty five. Yeah, yeah, you're so sweet. <laughs> no, you look, you look good. Well, I, I. I think you look fantastic. I mean, thank you. You, you are very stunning. I I remember when I met you, you were I was kind of like directing that 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 um the uh, reward ceremony at the film festival, and you were our oh, hostess. Right. So she came in like this beautiful gown, and she did all these funny little one liners. I thought were hysterical, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> and so that was like my first time meeting you, and I was like, this she's kind of yeah. fun. I like her, and so. The reason why I wanted to work with you is because uh, with Horror House, we're always trying to get really amazing actors and actresses. And um, mm-hmm. I knew you were good, but I had no idea you were amazing. I remember calling Aww. Matt afterwards, and I was like, um, Vanessa's kind of a beast on camera. Like, you were so good. And well, probably, thank you. probably one of the most professional actresses I've ever worked with. Um, not that the set wasn't professional. We just, you know, it's like you just... Sometimes when you're just doing stuff with your friends, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I always like to tell the story that when you when you um, you delivered, I went four pages of like, like of a monologue. Like how many pages was? Do you remember? Yeah, I think it was about four pages. Yeah. Yeah. So I tell people, I go. the 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 amazing thing is, is you were monologuing to six dead bodies and a guy tied to a chair, and she knew every single line for every take. It was the most. I was impressive. Because I work with actors all the time that like don't always know their lines when they're doing dialogue, and you had an mm-hmm. actual monologue. Yeah. So that was very impressive. Oh, thanks. But you're sad. I mean, but you're union oh. now, so that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean that. Yeah, <laughs> but the. I mean, that's kind of what I was drawn to too about the role was the monologuing because, um, like, when do you get a chance to do anything like that? You know, and. <laughs> It's crazy because like I my my biggest concern, like really, was I always focus on the other person when I'm acting. Like it's always about the other hey, acting lessons for people who oh, yeah, right. don't really know how to act. It's never about you. It's always about the other person. So when you're monologuing and you're talking to people who aren't there, it is kind of a challenge because it's like, am I going to be able to relate to this? Am I gonna be able to have emotion attached to this, like real emotion? You know how some actors will draw the death of their dog or like something horrible that happened in their past. Yeah. But I think that's like 
a disconnect. I think when you have to do that, you're not really acting. Like you, sh- all you need is the person in front of you, really. And so I was like, am I going to be able to do and, that? When I'm and always actors but, are dead. <laughs> yeah, but it was like, I mean, that's it's such a fun challenge to be able to like do it. And and the writing was so fantastic, and oh. um, he gave so many levels, you know, that you could do with the character. So even it, even though it was just monologuing, like it was all pretty much there. You know what I mean? Like I just had to say the words and everything else came out. So Well, no, and you were – yeah. I'm so – yeah. Brantley's a wonderful writer. Um, when, and he and I write together, which I love. But mm-hmm. I also like – like with Horror House, um, he gets to focus on writing and I get to focus on directing, which is really fun. So I kind of remove myself from the one aspect of it and focus on the other. Um, and when we were trying to do something – Different. So the first two movies really, I mean, Soundbite didn't have any dialogue at all. And then Stock only had two lines. So we wanted to come back with something that had a story and lines. Mm. We kind of went the other way with like a four and a half page monologue. But then. but what I liked about you specifically as as an actress, not just that you're a professional to work with, not this the fact that you like once we had to staple you into that dress, <laughs> <laughs> that you embodied the role. It was like you, you even treated the um the dead, the dead bodies that were played by real people as like actual props. Like you had to pick up Brantley to dance with him. But you know, there was this tender moment of when you, when you were talking to AJ's character about um, what it was like being in love and you were just so tender with this, like with him as a dead body, it's very creepy. But I also remember sitting there going, God, this is really touching. Like you can actually Mm -hmm. feel this woman's pain and frustration and how like, like even though I, I just thought it was impressive that like even though they weren't reacting or acting back, you were still acting with them. But does that make sense? No, yeah, that okay. totally makes sense. Yeah. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Twenty minutes when I got there. <laughs> really well. I think, but I well done, Michael. The fact that they thank were real people because I honestly, like, I didn't know what we were going to have when like going in. I thought maybe there were going to be props or you know when you said they were real people, I think that even helps as well because it's. I mean, it, it's still, even though they're not saying anything, they're there and they're exuding energy, which helps Yeah, in, in the performance. So True. And you yeah. got to get physical with them because like AJ, you actually pick up and you see the, 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 the slice of his neck and then Brantley yeah. you get up and dance with. You had to pull the axe from the other kids. So I, yeah, in some way, like those people on that side of the table, you were very active with. And then mm-hmm. um, as well as the other girls too. So, um, so that was one thing. So I'm really, I really appreciate you taking the time to be, um, in one of our movies and it's doing really well and getting great press. No, I, I mean, as soon as I, as soon as you sent me the script and I read it and I remember because like the weekend prior, I was shooting a rom-com, which is so funny. And oh, yeah. then, um, my mom was visiting and I'm like, I have to read the script. I have to read it. Cause you know, you want to spend time with your mom, but you're like busy. No, oh, I, I didn't know you were with I, your mom. I, uh, well, no, I mean, it's, it's fine. Like she wasn't there. I mean, she left. She obviously left before I shot it, but like, yeah, okay. um, I had to read the script and I, I remember telling her how excited I was about it. Like, as soon as I read it, I was like, I can't wait to, to be a part of it. Like, I hope I get it because I, I mean, I love anytime somebody has a female character that's empowered and not the victim when usually they are the victim. Yeah. It's so attractive to me. Um, I just, I think that when people play the victim and for some reason, women are always the victim, especially in horror genre. It's such a weak choice and not just like weak as in she's the victim, but it's just not interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, and that's so, what we're trying to, we're trying to avoid with a horror house overall. Yeah. And I mean, I noticed that pattern too, because they did look at the other, um, the other, the, the other films before doing it. And I was like, these guys are onto something like Richard. you're changing. 
kind of the direction of the genre, which is, I think, way more interesting, like 100%. Well, what would you think of Stock? Because Richard shot that one and did the music. Oh, I love Stock. In fact, <gasps> Richard, I she liked your that mo- with my mom because my mom was visiting. <gasps> and um, she was like kind of like while watching it, she was kind of like rolling her eyes a little bit. Love oh. you, mom. But you were. Um, because the girl was being stalked and she just assumed, you know, all of a sudden the guy was going to kill her or something happened. So then when it's when it was flipped, my mom started laughing and she was really like impressed. She was like, I was not expecting that. Yes, so it, nice. I think that it like exceeded her expectation as well, because, you know, it's all set up and you just think, oh, this girl's going to be the victim like every girl, you know. Right. No, that's what we want. So um, what did your mom watch? Love me not. Um, yeah, she saw it, uh, I think via Facebook, she saw it. Yeah. Well, what did she say? Did she say you were amazing? Cause of course you were. <laughs> well, I mean, she's biased. She's my mother. So of course she loved it. <laughs> um, she did say that Annie needs my husband, Andy, that he needs to be careful because apparently <laughs> ah, I love it. <laughs> like, I think a lot of people are know? saying that too. They're like, Oh, this woman's crazy. You better watch out. But you know, what's interesting is I like to look at the, the, the press of the movie and see like who thinks you're like this, cr- this crazy psycho bitch mm-hmm. character, which is c- kind of funny because it sometimes is interesting because they're just like, oh, she's such a crazy bitch, but they never stopped to think about like really what got you there. And that was mm-hmm. what was important to both Brantley and myself when we did the movie was, yeah, maybe Jenny is a crazy bitch, but it's not like she woke up one day and she's like, I'm, you know, it's like these, all these things led up to this woman, you know, being pushed to a certain edge, which I love exploring that when it comes to characters. Mm-hmm. But it's not like, I'm not saying maybe you weren't, your character isn't quite a little crazy, but like, I mean, she I, did murder a bunch of people. So. True. <laughs> so there is that, but the, but I like that you you made her so human because, um, especially in this day and age, when it comes to 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 dating and stuff, it's really tough. It's tough to find people. It's you know mm-hmm. people ghost you so easily. <clears throat> so it's like there is a level uh, I think of frustration, especially with women. I mean, dating's already hard enough. It's, you know. Well, I mean, I I think with women and with men, I think that I think it's going both ways nowadays, yeah. and um. Like, I, I love the idea that we are both on the same page when talking about this. We're like, she is the hero here. She's mm-hmm. not, like, the bad guy. In my mind, like, you can't you can't play a character and expect or even think that you're the bad guy. Otherwise, it's not going to be real. You know what I mean? Exactly, like, you yeah. have to go in justifying everything. But I, I love the idea that you were like, yes, yeah, she's the hero. And we talked about it. And we you can relate to it. And I think a lot of people can be re- relate to it. Like, who hasn't been ghosted? Right. Yeah. And this seems to be a pattern that a lot of people are doing, especially with like dating sites where you can easily just new date, new date, new date, new date every day. Right. And then you develop a relationship like maybe you go out on four dates with somebody and then all of a sudden nothing. It's very weird. But this is like the norm and you don't get closure. And I think when you don't get closure, that's when stuff starts to happen. (laughs) I know. And it's so frustrating. It's like they they're they're not man enough or woman enough to be like, I don't want to be with you. It's just I'm just going to do your number cowards yeah we like seriously is like my generation and probably the generation underneath me because my niece like going to prom like kids are texting like will you go to prom with me like they won't even be asked properly and i'm like this is crazy yeah it's like (laughs) just snap me to snap me you're like yeah i actually said this to somebody the other day where i said i actually miss going to a bar and being nervous and talking to somebody Mm. and they're like that was horrible and i was like yeah but like you could tell then and there if they were interested in you mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, and I, I sort of miss that that hu- human interaction because nowadays if you meet people online, 
you you create this like quasi relationship with them, and then you meet them, and they're completely different. You, and you're like, damn, you're not anything like you were online. And you could have mm-hmm. you just spent the last like maybe two three weeks talking to them. So you mm-hmm. waste all the time. So it's that that's sort of a strange thing. So it's interesting to explore that. And that's one thing I liked about Love Me Not. And I I do like that we do it in a creepy way. But it's also like a beautiful because I didn't look at it as like a horror movie in a sense. No. I I looked at it as like a like a drama with horror elements. Like a love I thought it was a, like a, a love story almost, you know. Oh yeah, like, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I so there you go. I love that you did. Um and then we f- had a Nico, our editor, who is also our sound guy, found some um, royalty-free classical music, and I loved that sort mm. of like. And then <clears throat> Richard did the song in the middle, right when you're killing David with the axe, and then the 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 final song. That was our boy Richard here. I love stuff. the final song. That was perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. The suspense stuff is what I was responsible for. He's good at that, and he did all the music in in stock too, which I was very impressed with. Mm. He's like, I'm just gonna use this, and I was like, oh, it's kind of perfect. Yeah, it worked out. And I did the end song too, the end song that comes at the end of the like the credits, the credit song. Oh, for love. Yeah, no, the credit song. Yeah, he did. I'm sorry, he did the um, the the suspense song in the middle, and then the end credit song. So you did you like compose all of that? Yeah, he he only didn't do the classical music. That was actually royalty free. Yeah, but you did it in such a short amount of time. Yeah, the one song I had for the the credits I had already I had previously done I had just done for no reason, but apparently it had a reason. It was this. <laughs> I take all of his music, <laughs> but yeah, the other one I had already done, and then this the other piece the uh, for all the uh, the killing stuff I I did on the fly. Wow, Richard's a a beast as well. Like behind the yeah. camera, like like with me, like I never stop working per se. So the, the Richard's the same way. That's why it's so easy to rely on him. I'm like Richard. I need a music. I need a song. He's like here. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes we just have like sound cues that I could pick from, and then we can build on top of, which is really nice. Totally. That's fantastic. Yeah. So it helps. That's why he's doing. He does a lot of my movies, and he does a lot for um, Horror House because he's really good. Mm-hmm. And then we get really great press. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so hey, um, Richard, I told this to Vanessa um, that I want to. I want to. Um, be responsible for putting her on the cover of a magazine because I think she's so dang brilliant. Yeah, Such totally. A, Let's a, do it. A bomb actress. Let's do it. But there's. Do we know any magazines that we could put her on? I mean, let's make one. Okay, we'll just make one. <laughs> we'll make one. <laughs> we'll just the Mimosas with Michael magazine. There we go. Oh my god. The Mimosas Weekly. Like I don't like I don't do enough already. It'd <laughs> right. be kind of cool to have a magazine. I'm not gonna lie. That'd that cool. would be cool. It'd be like Oprah. Oh, Oprah. I know, but then I have to give away free gifts. <laughs> I love free gifts. Who doesn't? Oh, all right. Well, there you, you get go. even more followers. You can't argue They're... with that. <laughs> but I love you free get gifts. a mimosa. You get a mimosa. <laughs> oh, trust me. We're going to have you back on the show. We're going to totally have real mimosas. Guaranteed. Mm-hmm. But, but you and I run into, we go to so many events together that we're yeah. definitely going to have real life mimosas regardless. Yeah. Oh, my microphone's being played with. See, I told you it was too low, Richard. Yeah. Danny Trejo's cousin. Like I'm literally like it's like, in my lap and I'm like bent in half trying to get to this microphone. He goes, "No, no, it's fine." It was, it was fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. I was can't deal with you right now, Richard. I have a podcast to do. <laughs> Vanessa is taking time out of her today to have mimosas with us. I am. Okay, I'm so I want drinking coffee. <laughs> oh, I know coffee as well. I want coffee. Oh, let's get some coffee. All right. Let's see. I bet. Which I'll make do some. This? I'll make some. You're the best. Um. So I just have one question. Sure. What was that like as a director? 
Oh my gosh, you were fantastic. Aww. It was a lot of fun. I told you guys to know she was not prompted for that. That was legit. <laughs> <laughs> she was given money for that. You guys want to know the real, real truth about it. I mean, if I'm difficult, I want to know. Because <laughs> sometimes Brantley will tell a story of what I was like on the set of stock. I was grumpy that day. We're going to do the documentary. You were grumpy? I was grumpy on stock because our producer was out of town. So I was directing and producing. Oh. So I kept getting called away. And I was frustrated because I didn't want to deal with any of that crap. No, I feel like I feel like you were um, very informative. Like some directors don't really direct that much, and you actually like you gave me a lot of really good insight, and you changed a lot of stuff too. Like you'd be like, "I want you to do it this way," now just do it the complete opposite. Like the scene when um, I'm laughing and I'm walking in and, and I'm finally killing Brad. Like I'm I'm yeah. hacking him the bits. Love it. I think remember that whole bit before. Like I was still kind of emotional, and you're like, "Just give me the opposite," and yeah. then. Like, just the whole, like, I've already cared. I don't care anymore. Like, it's already done. Like, you're already dead. And it worked really well. And after seeing that, I'm like, oh, yeah, otherwise it would have been overkill. It would have been too much. Like, yeah. she would she would have no expression when she's saying this. And it worked out really well. So, um, well, thank you. Yeah, I think you had great advice. I think the talks in the beginning, you know, even before we started, were really helpful. And you were really easy to work with. Uh-huh. And it was honestly, and I'm going to say this, it really was one of the most, like, best sets I've ever worked on. Like oh. I had a lot of fun and I came home and uh, it was really, really, really early in the morning. I know. I'm sorry. We kept you out all night. <laughs> no, no, no. It's perfect. But then like the next day I was, I remember being on my stairwell and I was saying like, I had so much fun. It was like such a great experience. And um, it was almost like its own high. Like I really enjoyed it. And it For was like a, a week after we all were like talking to like, yeah, there was some, I told you there's some sort of like I wish Richard, you could have been on that set. There was like this m- magic. I don't know what it was. There's something about like just the way it worked. We were just mm-hmm. all so in it. Even the even the extras who had to sit there for like all night and not move mm-hmm. were just like texting us afterwards, going, "Wow, we had wow, thank you so much for that. It was the funnest night." And I'm like, I felt so bad because they were just sitting there, but they were so elated. And most of the time, they said that they had a hard time sitting still because you would make them cry. Like they were so emotional oh, while you were acting. Yeah, I was like. I- yeah. yeah, it was just from pretty much every point of the shoot, even from like the point of when we weren't shooting, like it was great. Like everyone was really, I mean, even the fact that, okay, fun fact, the dress did not fit me and we had to like cut it and then staple me into it. Which is the <laughs> like, best story. We, and we had it like my butt was hanging out so many times, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. but it was like everything. I mean, I mean, I think a lot of people can see like one thing in the beginning and then it kind of like you know, all oh, this is, this happened. And then it spirals out of control. And then like, you know, like the entire night is ruined or whatnot, but like even something as major as like a wardrobe malfunction turned into like, this is really working for the character. Like everything just yeah. kind of fed into like making this piece work and everyone was great. And everyone was um, nice. Like I've, it's rare yeah. to be on a set where everyone is just on the same page. Like usually there's someone who's just, you know, well, that's why I try to work with the same people from Horror House because um, we have sort of like this end goal, a community. And it's I, I'm so glad because I don't try to go and be like, oh, this is all a Michael Cullen film and it's I want it to make me look good. I really try to push everybody involved. Mm-hmm. So when people reach out to me, um, even if they spell like a PA's name wrong, I, I'm like, that's not how you spell it. That's incorrect. Just because mm-hmm. you know, I want it to be right. Because I think so many people in movies nowadays – will they they do a passion project and it's just their passion and they kind yeah. of 
it's like my job, I think, is to rally everybody to be like, I understand it's a passion project, blah, blah, blah. But like the end goal is I want – like we're all trying to get – like Richard's trying to DP more and do music. Mm-hmm. Uh, so is Paul. Nico's trying to do more editing. Race, like we're all – we all, all have an end goal. So I feel like it's it's part of my responsibility to make sure that everybody gets seen for what they're trying to do. Yeah, and it was a very professional um, set. Like I've been on so many – I've been on sets where people are like drinking on the job, which isn't like – I mean, you know, I'm not like a, I'm not uptight or anything, but it's like no. to the point where it's like, you have to do your job properly. Like I remember going to a table read and everyone was high and I was just like, what am I doing here? You're like what? <laughs> you know? I know it is, it's like if... a professional, like, why are we here? Like, I'm here to work. I'm not really here to party. Like I want to have good content and it's like, I want to meet good connections. And at the end of the day, we want a product that everyone is proud of. So oh, God, like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, if you can't take it seriously, you can't expect me to be taking it seriously. Yeah. 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 And and so, like, with with all the years of me scripturizing and making movies, like, the technical aspect of filmmaking is is um, second nature. So that's why I try to focus a lot on the performance. And so I'll take that time to set up a shot. And then while the set's being shot up, I talk to the actors because the more I can do. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. I have dogs, too. They're really cute. Organic, they just want mimosas, that's why. <laughs> Richard, that is the loudest delivered, chair. So. What is it? Our mail, sorry. Oh, the mail came. Yeah, can, can you hear Richard's chair? This thing is squealing. Richard, your chair is so loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently, just kidding. Uh, so I, I like to. Because while you're sitting there getting in makeup and words and stuff, I can kind of fill your head with ideas of like where we should explore the character. Mm-hmm. And then I sort of let you do what you do, which is you act. So I go back to like to set and finish setting up the shots. And then you come back and then we sort of rehearse the scene. And that's when I can see like what choices you've made. Yeah. Yeah. And then I see what what I what I feel works and doesn't work based on like. It's so weird. I can't explain it, but there, I can see a, a specific energy that is given when an actor feels comfortable. Like wh- when I know we finally hit like where the character's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Like it's sort of like it's like this unspoken thing. Like okay, you're happy with this. I can feel like your energy is is showing that. So then, if I feel like that's energy, then I kind of go down that road with it and explore it rather than mm-hmm. like. I do. It's weird. I it's I think everything I try to do is organic in that sense. I think that's why it feels so real. I mean, I think that's the right way to do it in yeah. a sense because I feel like a lot of directors, um, it's kind of like uh, controlling. Like when you control somebody, and sometimes it's like when you when you delegate, and a director is pretty much supposed to delegate things. Yeah, you got to let go of control because you never know what's going to happen. Like you can have an idea in your head, and then someone can bring something. You're like, wow, I would have never thought of it that way. Well, and yeah, and I you're gonna yeah have an end product that was better than what you anticipated before we even started. Which I love. That's why I think the movies keep turning out so well. Is I allow the people to do like I say. I go to Richard and I go, I need music, and he just watches it and he gives me ideas rather than just be like, I want it to be exact. Because I when we originally decided to do. Um, Love Me Not, Nico was like, I feel like the script would open up with classical music. Like you would put on a record and it was mm-hmm. for the dancing. And I was like, I don't know. Let's just talk about that after we shoot. So when he did the first edit and he sent it to me with classical music, I was like, love it. Like I don't even <laughs> – we never once changed it because he was able to bring that. Um, so the only thing we needed was the suspense in the middle that that um, that Richard did. And it was – it's so vastly different. But, of course, it's a different theme. In that part, so I love that. I love that collaboration. I think that stuff's important. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, you, <laughs> Richard. <is such> a, <laughs> so, uh, what's what's next for you now? Oh my gosh, that's a great question. Thank um, you. I'm not sure. I mean, I have a couple projects in the mix. Like, there's some things I can't really talk about too much, but. Um, oh, I understand. Apparently, there's a film that's going to start in the summertime, and um, I'll be able to talk more about that, I guess, a little later. <laughs> okay, well, we, all, we can always do a follow-up. Yeah. Follow-up appointment. And um, and then, what what do we normally ask, Richard? Uh, if you could be any superhero? Yeah. We've always asked that. If you could be any superhero, who would you be? Um, do I have to be... A superhero that already exists, or can I just have like a superhero power? Yes, I like whatever one you want. Yeah, what okay. superhero power would you want? Um, superhero power. I want a superhero power, and I would like to. Um, I would love the ability to stop time, Ooh. but when I stop time, I don't want to continue aging as I stop time. Does that make sense? So if right, I stop okay. time, like everything stops, but I can still move through time. Yeah. That would be like the best superhero power because can you imagine how many times you're like in the middle of something and you just want to take a nap? <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> or like you're running late to something and you just drive around everybody and get around traffic or like you could look something up. Like the the ability to stop time is phenomenal. But I don't want to be the point of like if we stop time and then I continue to age after a while, it's like I'm going to be twice the, the age that I was. And everyone else is going to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're like, why do you look, yeah. f- yeah, like, you look like, 60. Like, why are you 80, Vanessa? It's I know. only been like 30. <laughs> I feel like last week you were only 30. <laughs> That's exactly. funny. So it's like, I want, that would be such a great ability to stop time, I think. Ooh, I like that. That's a good yeah. answer. That's a very good answer. And then um, for where you are in your career, what would you want to be remembered for? Because you're going to do bigger and better things, but where you are right now, what would you want to be known for? Oh, um, that's a good question. Um, Besides loving not clearly, because that's one of the best. Oh, clearly. <laughs> um, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's so funny you say that because um, I did CSI New York like a long time ago. I didn't know and that. The, the credit has been, it's been, it's like my biggest credit, but it, it was one of those things where like I did it and then um, I became SAG too soon and then I couldn't get work after it. It's oh, like I yeah. booked one big thing and then I had no other credits. And it's like the one thing that I am like, it's my biggest credit. So it follows me everywhere, which I'm thankful for. But it's also, I want to do more than just that. So yeah. it's weird because even though that's like my biggest credit, I don't want to be remembered for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you we know? just got to get you so, a bigger role, a bigger thing to be. Well, I mean, it's a good, it's recurring. It's a great credit, but it's like, I want, you know, I would love to be able to, do you, oh my gosh, do you know um, the show Barry, the TV show Barry? Oh, I've heard of it, but I've never seen You've it. heard of it on HBO. It's the one with Harry like, Winkler, right? Henry uh, Winkler. Yes, yes, okay. yes. And um, it's like a, a dark comedy. Well, I would I would love to be known to do something to that extent. Like, I know you said, what would you like to be known as now? But it's like, I, I want to be known as, I want to do something where I'm so happy with it. Like if I did a movie like Harold and Maude, I feel like I could die happy. Like I just want to do oh, nice. one really good film where I'm like, a, a dark comedy, honestly, is like my favorite genre. Like I, if I could do that and it was, you just like, doesn't even have to be like super well received. Just as long as I'm proud of it, that's what I would want to be Oh, I like for. that answer. Yeah, hell yeah. All right. Well, guess we're running out of time. Aww. I know it goes so fast. I only do like thirty minutes because, um, because you know people get bored of listening to me. I think. Aww. No, I'm kidding. Um, but I just wanted the um, I wanted my audience to meet you 
because yeah. I mean it's the same audience that watches my the horror house, but it's also a different audience that listens to the podcast. Oh, fantastic! Plus, you're you're totally awesome, and I wanted to um, promote our movie and and I don't know. No, I appreciate it. The, Thanks for having me. Introduce the world to Vanessa Esperanza. So, what That's advice would you give anybody before we close out? Um, advice, like just general advice. Yeah, or film advice, or acting advice, or life advice, or motherly. I don't know, just advice. <laughs> Any advice? <laughs> Um, I would say, let's see here. Um, <laughs> um, you know what? I think that it's, I, I, okay. This is going to sound kind of like out of a self-help book kind of, but, um, if you really want to be successful in life, I think that gratitude is probably the, the most important thing, but then also, oh, yeah. um, yeah. kind of be like, wow, I wish I was more, uh, eloquently speaking about this but just i'm the least eloquent person don't worry i know but kind of like you be impeccable with your work she's like we know michael i'm like no you i mean you talk really fast like you have have really good diction and but i guess what it is it's like be grateful be in the moment and you know really always do your best no matter what it is like even if you're waiting tables even if it's whatever it is in that moment do the best that you can possibly do because that energy that you're putting in that moment will create bigger and better things. Yep. I think it's when people are constantly thinking of the lack that they have or the things that they don't want or like, oh, I'm, I'm pushing pasta or I'm waiting tables. I'm not really acting, whatever it is, whatever you do, do the best you can do. Like I literally had coffee with a casting director and he was like, I remember you waiting on me at Maggiano's. Like he oh, was wow. like, you were really good at your job, which is good because you never know who you're going to meet. So just That's be grateful wherever you are in life and you know be impeccable with your word and just do everything to the best of your ability i love it and then what's your favorite color yellow okay yellow yeah. that's it. we're gonna end with that gratitude is the right attitude gratitude is the right <laughs> attitude oh you're adorable yeah. richard Aww. well it was such a pleasure having you on our little show thanks thanks for having me oh no it was my pleasure thank you for taking time out of your day um and then where can people find you we'll also add it but where can people find you um, Instagram. I am um, at Sasperanza. That is true. Sasperanza. Sasperanza. And then pretty much that's my handle for everything for um, TikTok at Sasperanza. Same thing with Inst- uh, same thing with Twitter and then Facebook Vanessa Sasperanza. We're going to we're going to put all that on there. But um, thank you for being on here. Um, yeah. And uh, we will talk to you later, everybody. This is uh, Michael Colomb with Almost is with Michael. You can find us on uh, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Apple Podcast. We're now on Spotify. Our, yeah, we're on iHeartRadio. Comingupnext.org. We uh, play every Wednesday, which is today. Just kidding, today's Sunday because our recording is Sunday. It's yeah. Sunday. But it's uh, Wednesdays at 4.30 <laughs> Central Time. Uh, they always play. So this this one will air. We'll next Wednesday. All right. Well, have a great day, Vanessa. Awesome. Take care. Okay. Bye, Vanessa. Bye.